Blog Talk Radio. And I'm broadcasting live from Lagos, Nigeria, wherever you are in the world. Uh, yes, from the head of Africa. And um, today is a pretty interesting show. Uh, last week we had fun. Uh, it was an awesome show um, Show on Talk Wednesday. And uh, we had a virtual roundtable conversation with some of the most amazing thought leaders you can think about. And, you know, it was running off the back end of uh, Women's uh, Month Special, uh, you know, celebrating the International Women's Day. And we had, you know, uh, an illuminating conversation on just how far women have come globally and some of the successes and things that they need to do to, uh, you know, for us to basically move forward. And I had the amazing, the beautiful Stella Damascus on the show, as well as my, um, someone who's become now a friend, you know, the American author and life coach, uh, Nina Bingham, and uh, the very vocal on-air personality, the other series, Aisha Bimbola, and the very recent Expected brand strategist Charles Tudor is on the show, and you know we had an amazing time just bantering back and forth. You know, just basically talking about women and just where women stand right now globally. And um, you know, from that particular conversation, I remember something that kind of clicked. You know, uh, and today, you know, we're going to be talking about how skinny, how pretty, and just basically the weight loss issue. Now, I know a lot of men and women battle every day with their body image from dealing with eating disorders to identity crisis. Health issues, emotional stress, sexual dysfunction and segregation, that losing a ton of weight has now become, you know, something, you know, a way to fit in or even regain their confidence. And that has somehow generated to what has become the latest trend in terms of different people trying to lose some weight. Um, but you know what? Talking, I remember talking to Nina Bingham on the last show, and she did mention something about her daughter um, who died basically, um, her daughter who committed suicide, um, who sort of had stayed off the pills because she was, um, stayed off her depression pills um, because she was afraid of putting on weight. And, you know, hence, you know, the subject for her own show, which is for her own um, coaching show. And it kind of resonated with me because that's an issue that a lot of people tend to deal with. I personally have experienced what it feels like to struggle with one's weight. I mean, once you have a child, you know, you're a woman, your body's changing, you have a child, and then you're unfortunately in a business like mine. You're in the crazy business where your body is your tool. As an actress and a TV personality, it's so very easy to, un, you know, to feel like you're under pressure to look good because you're always in front of the camera and your body really is your tool, your working tool. 
So um, I do understand what it feels like, and you know that hands the show for today. And I am so excited because I've been looking forward to having this com- great conversation with my guest, my special guest. Uh, she's become some sort of ray. The first time I actually um, came across her was um, I stumbled on her somewhere on some very famous blog. Um, it's a gossip blog. I usually go there just to read the comments and just have a good laugh. And then I saw the story. I saw her story. And at first I was like, no, this can't be true. This is impossible. And then I remember reaching out to her and just even trying to, I was so curious that I was really, you know, ready to get to know her brand and understand what this miracle weight loss cocktail that she has and, you know, you know, even come out and try it on and, you know, feature it and stuff like that. But anyway, um, we have the beautiful Ifedo Lakpo to Wopolaba. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't just mother your name. <laughs> no, you didn't. Hi, Ife. <laughs> I, I hope my Yoruba is terrible, but I call you Ife. So for everybody who's listening, uh, you know, you can call her Ife for short. Uh, um, hi, Ife. I'm very excited to have you on the show. How are you? Thank you so much, Alex. I'm very well, thank you. Okay. Um, I know that uh, let's. we have so much to talk about. This is a one-hour show. We have quite a lot to talk about, and I'm sure a lot of your clients and fans, and let me call them fans now because, you know, some. I mean, some of them are clients, but a lot of them are fans because it takes quite a bit. First of all, I think your story is amazing. You know, I know that you went on from being a size 26, and you lost quite a lot of weight, right? But let okay. me first start yeah, by asking you... I, I also know that you studied theater at school, right? So, in other words, yeah, you're, yeah. A trained, you're a trained performer, right? <laughs> well, I wouldn't call myself a trained performer, but I'll just see myself like um, um, someone who has a passion for something and will definitely do it. But, well, I love theater and I love acting, but I don't think it's my profession to act. <laughs> I know it's not your profession to act, but you trained as a you trained as a theater arts. Uh, you graduated as a oh, yeah. theater arts um, <laughs> student. So, yeah. in other words, performance yeah, from is something from the University of Lagos. Okay, fine. So you studied theater arts in the university, and for a theater arts performer, I know your body is your tool, right? So I need yeah, to ask you this true. question: What did you feel like? At what point? I need to first ask you: Were you always overweight? Were you always? Did you always carry that weight even while going through school? How did, it, how did you put on weight? All, how did the weight come about? It all started um, around 1999 and 2000. While I was, I was a very skinny person, though. I was very skinny while I was young, while I was growing. I really don't like food. I don't like junk. But it all started while, I, uh, while in 2000. Yeah, yeah, 2000. While I stumbled on an eatery, which they have a lot of delicacies. Then... All of a sudden, I just fell in love with food. Junk. Okay. Yeah, junk. And you started eating quite a lot, right? I understand that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I usually don't eat, okay. I usually don't eat heavy, but I love junk food. Mm. Okay. So let me, now, let me now ask you this. Let me ask you this. Um, so what is it? feel like, you know, after eating all that junk food and just growing, you know, big and all, what did it feel like being a size 26? I mean, for a woman, what did it feel like carrying all that weight when you were, when you became overweight? What did it feel like moving about with that weight? Did you feel, or did you feel any difference or you just felt normal, like every normal person? Well, 
actually, I felt very, very good at first that, oh, wow, I look healthy and very fat. I have a lot of fat. I don't care. I I could even, I, I usually consume a liter of Coke every day. Wow. With a box so, of pizza and, every day. <laughs> okay, so, you you know, you were eating all this junk, drinking Coke, eating pizza, and then you became overweight. Yeah. Now, from going from a slim yeah, person um, to becoming that thing, did did people complain about your weight? Did you have people treat you funny or you just thought, oh, I look great, you know, just being a size 26? Did you think it was fine? Were you okay with yourself? I had a lot of critics, most especially the guy I was dating before I got married. He was a very good critic. He always usually tells me that I snore. <clears throat> Sometimes he records my snoring and plays it to me the next day and tells me that I need to lose a lot of weight. Um, but I, I didn't actually let it bother me. And I had a lot of critics while I was in school. Most of my friends usually ditch me when they're going out clubbing. They tell me, wow, I'm, I'm going to really be a lot of burden on them. Guys usually don't like dancing with me when I'm in club because they feel, they, they look at me as if I'm dirty. But I, I usually don't let it get to me. But I, 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 I went through hell while I was big, because I used to weigh 142 kg. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And so at what point did you decide, like, you know, um, enough is enough? Because what I'm trying to understand, how did this, you know, what point did you say, you know what, I'm tired of people mocking me, I'm tired of people complaining, I'm tired of people thinking I'm this and I'm that. At what point did you become, like, enough is enough? And how did your weight loss <coughs> journey start? All right. At first, actually, I wasn't really bothered. I just felt, well, who cares? She's big, she's big. Sometimes I just think about it and I just feel, well, it's, it's, it's probably maybe my gene or something I have to just get on with for the rest of my life. And, and I told myself, well, I don't care. So I was actually traveling to Dubai. I was going for a business trip. I usually sell perfumes. I have a perfume shop in VI. So I was flying um, with Carter Airways. Usually they have a stopover at Doha. So as I was flying, I said, ah, well, I'll be Niger, babe, I must enjoy this trip. You know, I had a lot of food. I was eating. I had to tell the, uh, the, the cabin crew to give me extra food. I was just eating and eating, drinking and eating. I was eating so much, I felt so full. So while the plane was about to land, um, I just felt this kind of grip in my heart. I couldn't breathe well. I couldn't breathe at all. So immediately the plane landed. I was rushed to the emergency hospital in Doha Airport. And when they took me to the emergency ward, they now told me, the doctor, they, they had to tear my clothes and strip me naked. You know, I was actually shaking because I was, I was really uncomfortable and I couldn't breathe. I was just looking for air. I just wanted to breathe very well. So they placed a lot of things on my body. I was like, God, is this how I'm going to end up? Blah, blah, blah. Immediately yeah. after all the tests and everything, the doctor just told me, he looked at me and eased. He said, Madam, I don't have one thing to tell you, but I'll just tell you this. You need to lose 50 kg. If you don't lose 50 oh, kg, wow. you're going to die. Wow. And immediately I had oh, wow. 50 kg. Immediately I had death. That was what actually gave me the motivation because I felt my life was coming to an end and 
I wouldn't let the facts take over me because that is not who I am. I have to fight for what I really want. So I was just thinking, I was crying. The plane left me. I had to board another plane back to Dubai. When I got to Dubai, I couldn't eat anything. I was just thinking, crying. I was just crying because I already had a death sentence, which is the fact. And I told myself, whatever, whatever happens, it's God's will, and I don't care. So that was how I got the motivation to start my weight loss journey. Oh, wow. Okay, um, hold on a second. Uh, well, if you're listening to the Naked Talk, I can see some people call um, dialing in. Um, don't forget, uh, you have to use your hand raising effect if you want to speak or contribute to the show. You have to press 1 so that I know that you want to talk and uh, we'll get you on. We'll get you right on. Um, wherever you're listening from, don't forget, you can get in the chat room, log into the chat room, and of course I read your messages on the show. Or you can tweet, tweet uh, at Alex Sapergy. Just hashtag the Naked Talk and tweet at Alex Sapergy, and of course I get your tweets right into the show. Uh, this is still the Naked Talk, and I'm speaking to the beautiful affair. The lack of, you know, she's uh, basically the creator of Fabulous Talk. And we'll talk about that product later on on the show. But, you know, we just started talking basically about her weight loss journey. And she's been sharing with us how her first experience with near death on the plane and how she just came about the, um, starting her weight loss um, journey. Now, uh, let me ask you this. Now, since um, you started, how did you now come about? I mean, you told us the, the actual events that triggered you deciding that you wanted to lose weight. But what exact? I mean, at, what was the first thing you did in that process? I mean, for some people, they're going okay. to diet. Some people go to the gym. What, what, exactly was it, what exactly was the first thing that you did, you know, trying to start the process? All right. The first thing I did was I, I called my sister and I explained everything to her because actually I wanted to be an health when I went to an okay. ambition school at um, Ikeja, and they told me that I have to lose a lot of weight, I can never be on health because I'm kind of obese and everything. So I, I had to call my sister, and I explained everything to her, and then she said she's going to get back to me. And when she got back to me, she told me, am I sure I'm ready to do this? I said, yes. So while I was waiting for her, I tried the normal um, master cleanse diet, which I did for like 12 to 14 days. I lost 7 kg, and I gained it back in less than two weeks. I gained 12 kg back in less than two weeks. That was when I, I actually gave up everything I had, that, no, this is the end. I'm not going to do anything. And later on, my sister called me, and she said she has a recipe for me. It's a normal recipe, but it's a recipe people don't know about. It's a recipe people just walk by in a grocery store, the seeds, because it's just there, it's, um, it's a normal thing. People go to a grocery store when they see the recipe. They don't know about it. So she called me and she told me, I have a recipe for you. I've tried it, and it works, and I think this is what you should do. Then I now asked her, what is the recipe? She, she told me it's, um, it's, a, um, a, uh, it's a three combination of syrup, which we all know, okay. we all have. We see... But they are actually unprocessed. They've not been processed. They've not been through anything. So, and I told her she should just mention the name of the syrup so that I'll know that I've done the master cleanse diet. And she now said, oh, no, it's far from it. It's something close to it, but it's a higher version of it. And I told her, okay, no problem. Can I just see 
what you want to send. Because right now, I'm not getting myself. I'm not happy. My life is miserable. My sex life is horrible. I, I am snoring. I'm feeling bad. So I said, chill, 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 chill. Anything what you're doing is taking patience. You have to take patience. Here are the list of the things I'm going to be sending to you. So apparently my sister was um, strolling through the streets of Maryland, and there's this grocery store. It's an old woman's grocery store, which is a Mexican. Then she walked into the Mexican woman's store, and she told her that she wants something that she can use to lose weight, like a tea or something. Then the woman told her that, I have something for you, but it's actually not something that is branded. But it's something that I developed, and I know it's going to work out very well. She now said, okay, no problem. And she purchased it, which is the Asian palm syrup, the hibiscus syrup, and um, the Asian palm, and the agave syrup. Which, and the agave syrup is actually on process. Now the normal agave you see on the normal shelf, which is, has been processed and has a lot of sugar. So they are all on processed okay. syrup. Then she combines it together which you take with your normal lemon and everything, but it's actually kind of tougher than the masculine side. It's very difficult. It's not something that you just say, oh, wow, it's something I can do. Well, I can do it. If she can do it, I can do it. It's actually very tough. Okay. Um, okay, let me, let me ask you this, just before we go ahead and talk some more about this particular product. Did you try other okay. things before this? I mean, are there things you did that probably worked or did oh, you work? Oh, yeah. I've actually spent a while before I started my diet. I actually spent mm. like um, close to like 1.6 million on diets and drugs. And I can give you the names of all the things I've tried. I've tried tea and she. I've tried um, <laughs> a lot of green tea and a lot, a, 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 a lot of slimming tea, I've tried a lot of things, I've eaten some kind of foods that actually make you lose weight. I've tried a lot of things, when I mean a lot. I tried GNLD, I tried a lot of things, but I actually ended up adding more weight. I'm not trying to stall their products. What I'm just saying is probably it wasn't working well for me or probably I wasn't doing it right, but I tried a lot of things and it wasn't working well. And I was blowing up more every day, every single day. Oh, wow. Okay, now let me ask you. Okay, so you tried all these products and they didn't work. Instead, you were putting on back to work, yeah. right? And again, one thing I forgot to tell you, Alex, I'm, not, I'm someone I don't believe in surgery because I don't believe in sleeping and somebody actually inserting something into me. That was why I never opted for a surgery. Actually, I would have done a surgery. Number one, I can't afford it. Then number two, I don't believe in it because I feel it's risky and it has a lot of side effects and a lot of things that, you know, I don't know what might happen to me after taking it, after doing it. And I don't want to end up in the emergency room just because I want to go down. And I just had to stay away from anything surgery. Okay. So I guess that a lot of people have been thinking you probably did have a plastic surgery, right? Oh, yeah. Some people have been thinking. That was why I had to, like, open my tummy for people to see. I have, I, I had to sometimes, I even, when customers demand they want to see me one and one, I open my tummy for them, see, there's no surgery, there's no surgery anywhere. So saying is believing. You don't have to be scared. Okay. 
Um, well, let's. Uh, so while we're while we're while we're chatting, I mean, you were, we were talking before about um, this product, this product that you've been using, and we'll talk some more about it. But I, you, I, while mm-hmm. in the course of the conversation mm-hmm. we were having, said something about, you know, over, the overweight affecting the way other people saw you. I mean, you did mention something about your sex life and all of that. Um, I know mm-hmm. before you lost, did you did you lose the weight before you got married or after you got married? Um, I actually met my husband while I was big. So someone that okay. is, I'm, I'm sorry, there's someone that he's a very caring man and he's someone that tells me, if I, you can do this. You don't have to feel okay. bad about everything. If you like the way you are, live it. If you don't like it, change it. You don't have to make your life miserable. So he mm. saw me. He loved me the way I am. He, he's a very caring person. He's very, he's very understanding. If I decide to start eating today himself, he'll tell me, fine, it's okay, as long as you're happy. But anything that is going to mm. affect your health, he's not going to be in support because he doesn't want a situation whereby he's going to lose me at a young age. So he was a very, very loving person. The only problem I had before I started the diet was the day I was going into GTV Bank. You know that that their security door now? <laughs> that security door. Yes, I'm listening. I was, yeah, I was about to go into the security door. You know, he usually tells you, um, sorry, please, the security door can only take one person at a time. Please go out. You oh, know, wow. there were a lot of people standing in front of GTB that day. And the thing said that thing to me like four times. And I was like, guy, open the door for me inside now. Join the door. <laughs> open this door for me inside. You know, people were staring at me. I was like shaking. I was like, why, why, why is this guy embarrassing me? That so, is. I felt bad. I felt bad. And another day that I was about to jump into a public bus, and, you know, the conductor was like, my car was faulty. The conductor was like telling me, is it I choose the whole front seat or I pay for two at the back? Oh, wow. And I looked at him and I told him, well, it's okay, it'll be your fault. It's my fault. I understand my condition, but it's fine. I actually paid for two seats and I cried all while I was walking home. And that, I felt it. That must have been very... That must have been very tough for you. I mean, let's talk about the emotional side of all of that torture. Do you understand? I mean, having people mock you and having people just make all sorts of jokes. And then now that you've lost all that weight, right? From I mean, how much? First of yeah. all, let me even ask you this: How much weight did you lose from Fab Slim Talk when you started using it? How I much weight did you lost, lose? I actually lost 72 kg within six months. 72 kg within. Oh six my months. God! Yeah. And within six months, and how did people see the new affair? I mean, what was people? What were uh, what were the comments you were getting about this new you? You know, after losing all that weight, a lot of people were scared of me. But they thought I was ill, and a lot of people were telling me, "Affair, are you sure this thing you're taking won't spoil your room? Are you sure you're not sick?" And I told them that, "Hey." I'm healthy. Immediately after the diet, when I finished all the weight loss and everything, I actually went for a comprehensive checkup. And you know what my doctor told me? He said, whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. Because so far, so good. You're the healthiest person that has walked into my office today. Hello, Alex? Hello? 
Hello. Hello. Okay. Um hello if you're there. Hi. I'm waiting. Nana Jan it's Okay, yes. <laughs> well, you know how it is in this part of Africa. We're still struggling so much with internet connection and online radio. I mean, this is not so much of a big phenomenon here. So, I mean, thank God the show is unscripted. So, if it goes up, we come right back up and we continue from where, you know, we stop. So, you were talking about, you know, what your doctor said, you know, about you just being um, healthier than, you know, he's, you know, you were telling us about that. What did your doctor say when you went for your general checkup? When I went for my comprehensive checkup, he, he actually told me because I had to do a lot of, I did a lot of scans, did a lot of um, tests. I actually did yeah. HSG tests. It wasn't as if I was trying to get pregnant or something. And I'm going to get back to that because I, there are a lot of things I, I really need to tell you. I did a lot of tests that day. I went back the other day and I did a lot of and he actually told me that I could, um, that I'm, I'm, I'm looking very healthy and I'm the healthiest person that has walked into his office. And he told me anything I'm doing, I should make sure I'm doing very well. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Um, well, if you're, if you're listening, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Gurgeon. I've got the beautiful Ife Busari, Ife Delacro Busari on the show. Um, and we've been talking basically about weight loss struggle. I mean, this is still how skinny, how pretty part one. And I know quite a lot of people tend to deal with weight loss, weight loss issues. I mean, sorry, weight issues. I mean, we're talking about the weight loss struggle, just how it affects different aspects of our life. And, you know, how weight loss journey and also, you know, the product, this miracle product that has helped us lose quite a bit of this, this um, product that has helped her lose quite a bit of weight and then helped her to get her confidence back. Um, if you're listening, wherever you're listening from, this is still the Naked Talk. Uh, you can get into the chat room. I'm trying to look up the chat room. I don't know what's going on. But uh, you can tweet at me. Just tweet at Alex Okoroji, hashtag the Naked Talk, and uh, drag whoever needs to be dragged into the show right now so that they can listen and contribute. It's an interactive show, so feel free. Pick up your phone and call. I mean, the number to call is 215-383-3766. It's right there if you're looking at the screen. 215-383-3766. Oh, don't forget to add plus one if you're calling from outside the United States of America. So it's plus one, 215-383-3766. And, um, of course, uh, you can contribute to the show. Um, we're still talking about how skinny, how pretty. Do you feel like you need to be skinny? You need to lose weight to feel pretty? How has, you know, how's your weight? Um, your weight gain, oh, your weight, your present weight, how has it affected your own life? And what are the struggles that he thinks you're dealing with? I would use myself as an example. Um, I understand how difficult it is to juggle back and forth with, with you know, with one's weight because I was, you know, someone who's, who I first, at first, I used to be an XS. I was an extra small. And I went from an extra small to, to wearing small to wearing medium to the large and the extra large and you can just imagine and I'm back now struggling somewhere in between medium and large and I know how that can be because you know we're back and forth now if I wasn't so much you know in the spotlight or right in front of the camera I wouldn't feel bothered about my present because I think oh I look great but then I know that the camera adds 10 pounds to your weight so there's even much more pressure on people you know 
in the creative business, in show business, I'm healthy and as, and as beautiful as they can. And I would say this, you know, weight loss isn't really just about aesthetics. It's also about health. And I'm sure that a lot of the, you know, in the, you know, in the middle of the conversation I've been having with Fair right now, I mean, she's been able to explain how her weight basically affected her health and how she needed to sort of make a life-changing um make a life changing choice, so to speak, to get her life and her health back on track. And uh so we you know, we're gonna still be talking some more with Ife. I know she's uh we're gonna be talking some more with her and um hi Ife, you're still there? Yeah, Alex. Hi Ife. I beg it. Okay. Should in case my credit finished, I'm gonna call you with my other phone because I have more credits on that. So I just said I should call you. Yeah. <laughs> No problem. You didn't even need to say that. But it's fine. Uh, this is an unscripted show, so if you go south, you can come right back on and we'll still be talking. Uh, but let me let me ask you this now. Um, your, so when, what, is, what is it about this particular brand? Because, I mean, there was so much noise about Fab Scream Talks, right? First of all, what does Fab Slim Talks mean? What is what is Fab Slim Talks? I mean, I think I have a fair okay. idea of what it means, but I, maybe you might want to tell you know the listeners what Fab Slim Talks is okay. in terms of what does it mean? Right. Fab, you know, okay, Fab Slim Talks to me is my own name. I actually generated the name wrong. It's a um, it's a okay. detox while you're okay. losing weight while you look fabulous. Okay, so it's Fab Slim Talks. Okay, okay. Okay, so fab for fabulous, slim for slimming, and tox for detoxification. Okay, makes a lot of yeah. sense. So what is it that is special about this fab slim tox? Because I remember when I talked to you, remember when I got curious the first time and I called, I actually sent you a message, and I kind of was so curious. I wanted yeah. to know what this is about. And I remember you said, oh, you know, it's not so much of a peel. It's a cocktail. It's like a drink. You know, you just drink it. And then I'm like, okay, it's a cocktail. What is this drink? You know, but I need to know, what is special about it in terms of the fact what makes it different from maple syrup diet and all the other weight loss drinks that people try i mean what what makes this one healthier or special or better because i mean you you tried so many different things that didn't work for you but there was must have been some yeah. ingredient something in this that you know has helped you and all the other people because i know you helped quite a lot of people i know you have quite a bit of clients um who have been uh, patronizing you or, you know, getting you to get the same product for them. So what is it about Fab Slim Talks that has sort of aided your weight loss? Um, your weight loss, yeah. What is it? All right. Um, Alex, see, there's, um, there's nothing really special about it, but it's actually very powerful. You know, we all have different kinds of syrup everywhere. We all have, there's Madibol syrup. Um, there's, um, mm. um, there's this narrow syrup. Um, there's mm. a maple syrup, and mm. mine is just a three combination. Those okay. are normal syrups. The syrups are actually okay. unprocessed, unlike the processed syrups everywhere. Okay. You understand? Just like I told you, I mm. tried the normal Master Cleanse syrup the mm. first time, and mm-hmm. I lost 7 kg, and I gained everything back in less than two weeks, which I gained 12 kg back even while I was eating mm. healthy and I was doing a lot of rigorous exercise. So it's actually very mm. strong and it is not branded mm. and it is not processed. Maybe it's the reason because mm. it's not processed. That is why it works faster and it's healthier. Because after I lost all the weight and actually got pregnant, a lot of customers have gotten pregnant, about 142 people have gotten pregnant and I've helped about what? 720 people 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of the people that yeah, are Yeah, if you afraid. visit oh my, my Instagram handle, Fabsling Talks One, you're going to see a lot of testimonies about women getting pregnant. Even some women fight me because they get pregnant after they die. And I told them, hey, babes, I told you, this thing is going to make your libido high, your ovulation high, and your period is going to be heavy. So most people tend to get pregnant after they die because due to that, it's probably because you're removing toxins from your system because it actually removes heavy toxins from your system. That is why I think it's very, very strong. It's very strong. It's very strong and it's different from all kinds of syrup. <coughs> okay. Um, okay, so let me let me now say this uh, because I mean I've had an opportunity of out of my curiosity, I think I bought this product one time, um, you know, to try it, and you know I I thought it was just I'm very terrible when it comes to following schedule, anything that has to be planned, I'm terrible. Even if it's just a beauty routine, even if it's just I remember one time I went I spent so much money to go buy some drugs. I spent over fifty something thousand for a scrub and lotion and you know polish, body polish, everything. I did for just three days. I got tired and I packed it up. Wow. You know that's me. And when that's you know, I also problem. I remember it wasn't. <laughs> I remember you know when I wanted to. I think I, I approached it. I said, okay, you know what? I'm very curious about this. Thing. Let me try it and let me even find out if it really works. And I say this because I have a little bit of an idea in terms of when it comes to diet and weight loss because I mean my mom ran a fitness club for years which I managed so I was curious about it and I did you know buy I did get the products right from you and I tried it for like a week and a half you know I was even worried about losing so much weight um I did lose I I I think one of the amazing things about it was that it was actually if not for my crazy schedule and the fact that I'm terrible with routine um I don't think it, it doesn't taste bad it actually tastes really good I think it's an acquired taste, okay. but it tastes really good. Like you know, it tastes really good. So it's really something that if, if you if you if, if you can get over the idea of you not having to eat food or eat other meals or eat your fatty, sugary stuff, then it's actually something you can follow through if you're going to be following the schedule. But um, I'm not here to advertise, and you know, um, so I'm here to now. I, I just want to get to know so much more about. Um, the side, let me ask you now. I know you did mention something about one of the side effects. I know you didn't say that side effect, but for those who are curious about this cocktail, um, seeing that you've lost so much weight going from a size 26 to, to now now to a 10, you're now a 12. I mean, you just had a baby, so, I mean, even for 12. Yeah, I just had a baby, so I'm 12 now. Yeah. But what I lost with that was actually a size 10. Oh, thank yeah, you. You're a size 10, so. So you just, I mean, you just had a baby. So for a woman who just had a baby who used to be a twi- size 26 and you're now a size 12, I mean, that's awesome. That's, like, fantastic, by the way. So um, let me now say this. For those who really want, like, what are the side effects? Because, I mean, there are a lot of things that people have to deal with every day and they worry about. Um, you know, things like, you know, dizziness, drowsiness, nausea. I don't know. What, are there any side effects when it comes to Fab Slim Talks? As a brand? Yeah, there are. There are a lot of side effects. In short, I usually state all the side effects to some clients. And, you know, some clients will just tell me, why would you tell me all the side effects? That's 
like spoiling your business. I said, I have to tell you because I don't know the state you're in. I don't know if you have ulcer. I don't know if you have diabetes. I don't know maybe you're healthy enough to take the diet. And the first thing I usually tell them okay. is if you feel you want to take a diet and you're having curiosity or you're having two minds, mm. you should actually consult with your doctor and tell him what you're doing before starting. I don't want you to start something and at the end of the day, you start complaining that you're this, you're that. You need to know what you're really going into. Because most people selling weight loss products, they won't tell you all the things they have inside. They won't tell you the side effects. They'll only tell you the things you need to know and the things you want to hear. And that is always the problem. Because Nigerians don't like the truth. They like the things they want to hear. They want to hear something that, oh, you're going to be healthy. You can eat all the things you want while you're doing it. You lose so much. And at the end of the day, you get disappointed and you feel you've been cheated of your sweat. And, you know, to me, it's like, why would you want to do something like that? Why don't you just come out straight to people? If you can do it, fine. If you don't want to do it, please. Maybe you should look for another alternative. But I have to tell you. Because while doing fasting sucks, you're going to experience a lot of things. You're going to experience feverishness. You're going to experience dizziness. You're going to experience fever. You're going to experience high libido. You're going to experience heavy period. You're going to experience heavy headache. You're going to experience a lot of things. But you know the problem is, the thing is, during those process while you're experiencing everything, it is due to the toxins that are coming out from your system. Because... We have a lot of toxins in our system, and we don't know that we need to remove toxins from our system. We inhale a lot Mm -hmm. of smoke during the day, people smoking, uh, the uh, the Mm -hmm. car smoke, the generator films and everything. They are all toxins. Shell talks everywhere. We inhale a lot of things. There are toxins everywhere, and we need to, like, you know, detox ourselves and remove the toxins. And during the process of removing the toxins, you're going to experience those things because it's your body, it's changing. You're not doing the normal routine mm. you're doing every day. You're not feeding your body the carbohydrates, the 2,000 or 4,000 calories you're consuming every day. You're not feeding your body with it. So you're going to have a, a, a lot of change. You know, a lot of clients call me, they tell me, oh, you say I'm sick, I'm having a headache, I'm feeling feverish, I'm vomiting. I'll tell them, okay, you know what, just sit everything gently and take your time. You'll get there. The only thing that matters is actually consistency. No matter what you're going okay. through during the diet. If you don't have a consistency with your diet, I'm telling you there's no kind of diet or exercise you do in this world. You'll never get to the achievement. Okay. Um, for those calling in, I can still see people calling in. I mean, if you want to contribute to this show, make sure you press 1. So that I know that you, you know, so that we know that you want to get on the show and we can connect with you and you can contribute to the show. Because, you know, if you're just calling in to listen to the show, that's fine. But if you're calling in because you want to contribute, then press one so that we know that you're trying to, uh, you want to talk and we can get you on the show um, to contribute to your thoughts. This is still the Naked Talk with Alex Security, wherever you're listening from. Uh, um, you know, it's it's been interesting basically just, you know, talking to Ife and just, Basically sharing, you know, getting to understand what it's been like having to, you know, go through the struggles of trying to lose some weight and get her body to the weight, you know, that, you know, she, she desires. And, and I think that's a struggle that a lot of us tend to deal with, both men, women, it doesn't really matter where we're from uh, or where, who we are. Uh, I guess we tend to just basically deal with um, all of the struggles. So um, we tend to deal with all of the struggles. So it's uh, first of all, you know, it's uh, it's 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 imperative that you know 
we look at why are we doing this anyway? What are the reasons that we're, you know, doing this? Are we doing this to look good? Are we doing this to be healthy? Are we doing this because of other people, what they think about us or how they see us? Are we doing this for ourselves? And, you know, I was telling my story about me having to struggle with weight. I still struggle with it. I mean, yes, um, somewhere between the size 10 and the 12, you know, I mean, if anytime the hips can get in or, you know, the boobies. But I remember going from a, a B cup to a C cup to a double B, you know, just with all that change, you know, all the changes, you know, that went with my body after having my child. And I understand, you know, the struggle because I used to be the person who used to do, you know, 1,000 sit-ups, and I'm not lying, I'm not exaggerating, that can be verified anyway. I used to do 1,000 sit-ups when I was teaching Pilates, uh, taking Pilates classes on my mother's gym. And so I've gone from that person to being the very lazy person who never really even has time to do any workout. I have like a whole gym, and I never use any other equipment at home because I'm always on the go, very busy, running back and forth, and not having the time to. So I think that, you know, in trying to have this conversation, we're also trying to engage people and understand what what people are going through, and see how we can help. I mean, that's what the Naked Talk is about. The Naked Talk is about being honest. It's about straight talk. I mean, believe me, it's the home for straight talk. Uh, you need not apologize for who you are. Like I said, I've always said this before, that expression is a sign of strength and weakness. And I think it's really nice to have, you know, um, very nice to have Ife on the show as she's, you know, sharing, talking about this brand, but also being sincere about the side effects and all the things that, you know, come with it, you know, because she could be here just telling us it's a great miracle this, it's a miracle that, it's da, 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 da. everything is all well and good. But she's also being honest by saying, you know what, you're going to have dizziness, you're going to have headaches, you're going to have difficulty. And I think that has to do with not, you know, I don't think it's really just as much the brand itself because, for example, I really didn't have headaches when I was taking it. I mean, I took it for a week. I couldn't do the two weeks one month thing other people do. But, I mean, I took it. I, I didn't really have dizzy headaches in it. But I also understand why I did not because I'm used to going through those spells. For somebody who's never gone on a diet, who doesn't have to skip meals, or who doesn't have to reduce portion, do portion control, or even, um, or even cut their calories. Because, I mean, what I realized with this and why this makes sense in a way is that you're cutting your calories. Um, if you're not great at measurements and, you know, measuring each of the right portions of meals, uh, as my friend Nina, who runs that, she could say. Um, then, I mean, I mean, what this does for you is, okay, you know you're cutting up. And you, you do really need those nutrients. But you know, okay, for a period of time, you're cutting off all of those um, calories. I'm taking very limited calories from the drink, and you're also detoxifying, like she says. Uh, but uh, this is still, we're still talking about how skinny, how pretty does, you know, does fitting skinny make you feel pretty? Do you feel like skinny people have it going? Do you feel like they're better off? Do you feel they look better? Do you feel better? How has your weight affected your life? Uh, we still have the beautiful Ife on the show. We're still talking. Um, Ife, hi. Are you there? Hi, darling. I'm, so, I'm here. Okay. Okay, let me ask you this. I mean, while taking the Fab Slim Talk, are you combining it with something else? Are you taking it with another medication? Another? Uh, are you taking it with some other form of diet? Are you skipping? Are you doing any particular fat diet, or are you combining it with exercise or with something, or you're just taking it straight? I mean, what's the best way to use this product to help yourself lose some weight? All right, that's a very wonderful question. I tell you, we're not going to ask the question. Well, for the first two weeks, I actually did three weeks without food. Okay. 
So for the first three wow. weeks, I actually lost like um, 15 kg. Then on the oh, third, wow. on the third, uh, on the fourth week, I added a meal a day, and my meal was salad. It's a plain salad, no pasta, no cream. I was actually using lemon for the toppings. I actually went clean. I didn't use any other thing. I couldn't use any other thing because I've tried a lot of things. And for me to lose 15 kg in three weeks, I I knew that I was heading somewhere and. I knew that this was a breaking point for me, and this is my last bus stop, and this is what is really going to help me out. Then from the fourth week, I added, you know, my salad. I added cereal. I stayed away from full cream milk. I was actually using skimmed milk in a very little portion. Then I added road walk because I'm not the kind of person that I, I don't like rigorous exercise. I don't like anything that is going to actually give me body pains and it's going to wear me out. But I actually introduced road walk. I usually do one hour, 45 minutes road walk every day, and which I usually carry my dumbbell, my 2.5 kg dumbbell with me, to actually firm up my hand because I actually have a very big arm. Actually, they've gone down now. But now that I just had a baby, they actually popped out a little bit. So I'm still working on that. So I actually use my dumbbell with the road walk to firm up. I walk with style. I don't run. I just walk. And I actually walk wearing a cardigan because I, I, want, I want to sweat more. So I walk with a cardigan. I don't go to the gym. I prefer to walk on the road because the road is going to be rough. I mean, a, a plain road, for that matter. A road that is very, like, usually I use um, stadiums, sometimes um, campuses. I, I walk on the roads because they're long and they're free. And I could walk and, you know, I'm comfortable with it. And walking with the fasting talks while on one meal a day actually helped me lose a lot of weight. But I got to a stage I wasn't losing anymore. It's called peak period. That is mm. the stage when you get to, you don't lose anything at all. There's nothing you will do. You won't lose anything. And I called my sister and I told her, why is it happening this way? I'm doing this thing. I'm doing the right thing. I'm not even eating rice and everything. And the weight is still there. And you know what my sister told me? She said it's called peak period. It's the period whereby you first lost the, your water and the baby fat weight. Then you get to a stage you don't lose at all. Then you need to give your body some time to heal. Probably like a week to relax then before you start. And she actually told me to reduce my water intake so that my body won't be retaining water since I'm in my peak period. And I actually did that for a week. I actually relaxed and uh, um, I took some time off. Then I started all over again. Starting all over again was actually painful, but it, it actually paid off. Then when I started all over again, then I started seeing more results. And that is always the problem with people. And I'm going to tell it. I'm going to say it out loud and clear. I might take a little bit of your time, but I'm going to tell. Uh, I'm going to tell. I'm going to say it the way it is. Most people want magic. And there's nothing like yeah. magic. A lot of people look at my pictures and they say, oh, wow, how did you do it? How long did it take you? Uh, if I tell them six months, oh, wow, what did you use? If I tell them what I use, okay. If they start doing it and they get to a, a, a certain stage, they say, oh, why am I not losing anymore? I've lost like 12 kg. I need to lose like almost 30 kg. And I'll tell them, the weight didn't get there in one day. You sure. need to take time and you need to have passion and you need to put your life. It's, it's a lifestyle. It's not something you just move in and you move out. It's not something, okay, I've done the weight loss, I'm done with it. You accumulated the weight within years and months. You don't expect it to live there in just three days. 
I call them illusionist dieters. They want to diet and they imagine something that, oh, is the easiest way to lose weight. Let me just quickly lose the weight. No, it doesn't work like that. I usually tell them consistency is another thing. If you're not consistent about your weight loss, then you can never achieve anything. You know, I was actually going, I went to a supermarket in Lekki, it's a Ivana supermarket, and I saw one of my clients. She didn't see me, but I saw her. You know, she was actually chewing Talburon chocolate, and she was on a diet. I'm sure really? probably she's listening to this. She was actually <laughs> chewing Talburon chocolate. And I, and I saw her, and, you know, I just told myself that, what is the point sending podcast messages to people to abstain from some kind of food and not to indulge in chocolates and things like that? Because these things don't help you. You're just satisfying your tongue. You're not satisfying the body. Because to me, they're just having cravings because of the taste. Not because it has anything positive doing for your body. No. I just looked at her. I just, you know, I just walked past by her. I didn't want her to see me. I just felt so bad and disgusted. Not really disgusted like that, but I just felt like she's, she's not helping herself. It's a, it's a hi. I think we have a caller on the line. Hi. Hello. 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 Good evening. Good evening. Hello, good evening. Hi, good evening. This is Nikkei. Nikkei, hi, Nikkei. You are speaking with Nikkei. Yes. Nikkei, hi, Nikkei. It's nice to have you on the Nikkei talk. Okay. Yes. I want to ask you, how do you curb all those hunger cravings when you start taking the cocktails? Because it's not easy. Before the end of the first day, you are so hungry and then everything smells so good. So what do you do? <laughs> okay, it's uh, over okay. to you. What do you do? All right. Um, hi, Nika. Nice talking to you. Um, actually, yes. um, craving is is a powerful thing. It's something you really need to learn to control. My mom used to say something in Europe. I'm sorry, Alex. She used to tell me, You have to okay. learn how to take your eyes off some things. Because if you don't yes. have the control now, what if you were given $50 million not to choose for the next one year? I'm sure you do so. you just be on sick. So it's just about self-control. Yeah. And um, it's, about, um, it's, it's about self-control. And if you feel you want to choose something, I usually advise my clients, you can go on cucumber and carrots during the diet because it's not easy going on 14 days of diet without chewing anything because it's not a normal thing you do. So I actually tell them to snack on carrots and cucumber because snacking on things like plantain chips and the rest will actually add more to your problem. It won't solve the problem. Then in terms of cooking as a wife and smelling everything in the house, it's about consistency and focus. If you're focused about it, it's not easy. But it's something you need to like. It's a temptation. You're like, okay, let me give you an example. A man trying to cheat on his wife, and he's telling himself, why do I need to cheat on my wife? This is not nice. Is my wife not satisfying me? She's going to do a lot of things for me. You need to learn to control yourself. You need to learn to tell yourself, I can do better. The moment you start praising yourself, in less than 10 minutes, you've gotten over the cravings and the smells and the aroma everywhere. Well, I'm telling you, it's not easy, yeah. but it's self-control. It's, 
it's self-control that you really have to control yourself. You have to control yourself. If you can't control yourself, then you can't practice anything religiously. You need to do that. Control and consistency. That is what you really need to do. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Okay, um, nice I think just to, I think just just to add to what you know, um, Ife has said, or to add to what Ife has said, I think that has to control has to do with quite a lot of things. Um, you know, like I said, not just with diet, not just with you know lifestyle, but you know also with um, you know just also with um, what's it called. Even just striving for a goal or vision, you know, whether it's business, yes, whether yes. it's relationships or, you know, whatever it is, we just need to put set our eye on the goal. What is the goal? The goal is yes. that you want to lose some weight and you need to look good. So in as much as it's, there are obstacles and it's challenging, your eye is on, okay, you know what, I need to do this for three weeks or for two weeks or whatever it is and I need to stay on track so that I can get those results. Because there's a popular saying we used to say at the gym at the time, no pain, no gain. So if you don't yeah. go through that pain, then you're probably not going to gain anything. So um, I hope that, you know, uh, we're able to just add some value to to you. Uh, first of all, it's really nice to have you on the show. Uh, this is the one place. So if I, uh, back to our conversation. Thank you very um, much. Thank you. It's nice to have you. Um, if I, so you're still there. Um, while we we're talking, I mean, you know, we, there's, there's a part of this conversation that is very important to me, which is um, the part where... Um, we're talking about, you know, just the emotional, the emotional place of this. Because I think for a lot of people, they're dealing with so much. When it, weight loss is not as um, easy as it sounds or as it seems yeah. for a lot of people because there's a lot of emotion, pain, and anger that comes from it. I mean, for example, when I, when I put on a lot of weight, I know how frustrated I was. You know, you want to wear something and you, oh, your tummy is hanging out somewhere. Oh, the cup doesn't fit just yeah. right. I mean, before I would be able to walk around without a bra. I remember even when I was way younger, like a couple of like 10, 12, 13, 15 years ago, my mom would say, look at you. You just, you know, I could, I could, I had a thick cup and I could wear a dress, you know, <laughs> and, you know a, a backless dress without a bra. Do you understand? Now, I can't imagine even yeah. doing that now because, you know, we added a few extra whatever to the boobies. So I know how tough it is, you know, as you know, for the emotional point when you're trying to squeeze into your skinny jeans and it's not, you know, and you know, people are mocking you or you're wearing something and you just look at yourself in the mirror and you just don't look too good. Or you're dealing with a man who maybe you're married to a man who has six packs. Do you understand? You've had three children and you're, you know, hanging all over the place and I know how, how hard that so you coming from you you've been there before. I always say to people that the best um Experience is the best teacher. You know, sometimes we go to school, we study, we do this, we do that, but there's nothing like somebody who has experience, who can tell you firsthand, I've been there, I've done that, I've seen this. Now, you, you've been through dealing with the emotional parts for you. I mean, aside, outside just having to take this miracle diet, how were you able to manage your feelings and your... How were you able to manage your, yourself in terms of not constantly... You know, getting angry at people and being insulted. You know, because the truth of the matter is that a lot of people with who are overweight are usually bullied. You understand? And they become oh yeah, people call angry. me bully in school because I was actually a bully kind of. <laughs> yes, because if you're angry, you're frustrated, you feel like you're an outcast, you don't fit in. 
right? But what yeah. would you say? Because I understand that, you know, from talking to you, I understand that this has become a vision. Um, I remember there was some painful, you did send a broadcast one time. I mean, I'm, I'm, a con- I'm on your contact. And you sent a broadcast about somebody that you lost recently. Somebody close, you know, who lives not. I mean, I don't know if you want to recount that story. But I remember you wishing you were able to do something for that person. And, I mean, we're doing this program to help people, right? To motivate people, to help people. For people to understand that weight loss is not just about looking for yeah. About if he or a sister, a cousin, a girl, some um, teenage girl who lost her life. I don't know if you want to talk about it. Yeah, I want to talk about it. Um, it's actually a sad story. It's actually I'm actually sharing tears right now. Okay. Okay. Um. um sorry about that. Right. I know she was um, very close she's to you. Yeah, um, she was my landlady's daughter. Her name is Zainab. She was actually weighing 160 kg when I met her. And actually, first and foremost, I'm not a dietitian by profession, but due to my experience, I feel, I think, I know a lot of things about diet and some kind of precautions I need to take before, you know, engaging people into diet, not just selling stuff to people and not knowing their health status and things like that. The girl was very close to me. She was a very lovely girl. She carried my baby. Um, she usually comes every evening when I come. Got to a stage, I had to call her. and I had to sit her down. And I told her that she should climb on my scale. And when she did, she was weighing 161 kg. And I told her, Zainab, if you don't lose weight, this is death. She was like, she mm. knows. She has been reading a lot of things about this. She knows. You know, sometimes she helps me out in the kitchen. I'll tell her that I want her to sweat. So immediately her mom comes. She actually run upstairs. I say, oh, my mom is back, please. And say, I'm going upstairs. Oh, I won't be able to do anything. I say, okay, clean up. Try and come tomorrow so that we'll talk about this thing. I actually wanted to tell the mom, but the mom is not something that... The mom is not an approachable person that I can talk okay. to. So I told her that she needs to try my cocktail. That I'm willing to give her for free. She now, but if I don't have a mother's consent, I can't give her the cocktail because she's just a minor. Mm. She's about 18, 19. I needed her mother's mm. consent so that I will know her health status. Then I will know where she is and okay. um, what, what are the health risks she has before giving it to her. Does she need to see a doctor first or does she need to pass some series of tests before doing the diet? So that was what mm. we're struggling during the six months. So anytime I see her, because I don't think she just stopped coming to my house. And also her downstairs one day that saying, Papi, why have you stopped coming to my house? She said, Ah, sister, I'm sorry. And my mommy my mommy is kind of and I don't know. Don't worry, when I'm ready, I'll let you know. I said, Zainab, come upstairs now and follow me. Zainab actually followed me upstairs that day. It was about three days to my birthday, which was February nine. And I told her, Zainab, can you climb on the scale? By the time Zainab climbed on the scale, within six months, Zainab was already one into one kg. And I told her, Zainab, I'm not happy. You need to start doing something. She said she has already started doing some road works and everything. I actually saw the changes in her, but um, they were not really, really improving. And I told her, I can't give you fasting talks without your mom's consent. I tried to talk to the mom. A friend of mine that knows the mom tried to talk to the mom about it. 
but actually she she neglected it and probably she has done a lot of things for the girl and probably she wasn't seeing results she had already given up on her and things like that. So I went for my birthday oh. day we had a dinner with my husband and friends, you know, coming down from my car. I saw them <sighs> dragging Zainab downstairs in a cloth. I still spoke to her oh, that wow. day that when I get back from my birthday, um, we're going to talk whether your mom gives me consent or not. If she likes, let her send me packing from her house. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you because I can't imagine this happening to you. Um, when I got back that night, Zainab was already dead. She couldn't oh, my God. She couldn't climb the three-story building. She actually stopped breathing when she got to the second-story building. And I feel very guilty. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I, oh. oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel really bad. Okay, um, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna mute you for. A, I'll mute you for a while so that we can. Um, okay. Um, it's um, it's been very emotional right now. I'm, you know, really sorry. I didn't mean to put her through, um, such a sad incident because um, the the young lady Zinat in was actually really close to her. Uh, I mean, that's someone who lives very close to a neighbor. And but it's important to share this story so that we can connect with other people who are going through similar situations. Um, I'm sorry, I had to mute her now just so that I can give her some private time to just calm down. Um, there are lots of people dealing with weight issues. I've had family members die from over, you know, from, from heart issues that result from overweight. And in my family, we're diabetic. Um, my dad's eldest, eldest sister has diabetes, and it's in my family. And, you know, it also makes me more aware of the fact that I need to be more conscious of what I eat and what I take and what I put in my body and just um, being overweight. I mean, it's not just because I, you know, I, I'm part of the creative you know, industry or the creative business or I care about just the aesthetic part of looking good. But it's also the health, you know, the health implication of just not being, taking care of yourself and your body or even family members. You know, you just don't, it's hard. Sometimes we're trying to tell people not to eat what they're eating. We're trying to tell people to take their medication, to do things. And it's tough for them. And we get tired and we get frustrated, but we cannot get tired and frustrated. We need to keep talking about this. And we need to keep trying to encourage them because it, it really, really just takes, it takes, you know, just somebody not giving up on us for us to realize or decide that, you know, we need to make this effort in terms of putting ourselves first when it comes to, um, you know, to being healthy. So, um, you know, if I know you're listening to me, I'm really sorry. I just hope you can really calm down and um, um, I'll put you back on. You're still on mute because um, I want to give you a private time. to. I didn't mean to, for you to recap those feelings. And, you know, but like I said, for those of us, for those who are listening, wherever you're listening, um, if you do have people struggling with weight, weight issues, um, these are real issues. These are real issues. And this is not issues. These are not, this is not something that just, affects us as Nigerians or as Africans, but it's 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 a it's a global issue. It's something that we're all dealing with. People are dealing with all over the world: men, women, children, adults. We have obese, overweight children, teenagers, grown men and women um, who are dealing with health issues that they have to deal with uh, as a result of being overweight. And we struggle with this every day. 
Um, you know, we're all trying to be in shape and be fit and be healthy. And it's not a very easy process, really. I mean, I know this firsthand. The first time I ever really came across even trying to be conscious was when my family house got burned. Um, my family house got burned and we lost everything. And, you know, we even had to, some of us had to go move out of town to somewhere else, you know, um, because we lost practically everything. But I remember coming, you know, going out of Lagos for a few months, for three or four months, and I came back. And, you know, my mom had, my mom was, uh, I mean, during all of that period, I mean, she put on a bit of weight because, you know, she was emotionally eating. And that's something that happens to me as well. I mean, I put on the, I put on the most weight when I'm um, stressed because when I'm stressed, I realize I need sugar high. That's when I want some sugar that's when I, you know, want to binge. That's when I want to eat all the things I know I shouldn't. When I'm happy, I'm conscious of my weight. That's when I'm eating right. I'm eating my veggies. I'm eating my fruits. I'm making sure that I'm not eating late. When I'm stressed, I eat at 10 p.m., 11 p.m., 12 noon. I'm jumping from one hotel to the other. I'm ordering, you know, I mean, I can't, it's not like I can eat my salad stuck in traffic at seven, six, seven, 6 or 7 p.m., you know, driving. So it's very stressful having to leave the kind of life that we need, and we tend to binge, yes. I remember coming back and seeing that she had, you know, um, she had gotten, she had lost some weight, and she said, oh, she had started using the gym at the hotel, and that kind of spurred her into even deciding to start up what became her fitness club and became a lifestyle for all of us. So I know what it feels like to constantly be having to deal with um, weight issues and the struggles of being overweight and all of that, but we can't stop having this conversation. And um, say, are you there? Hello, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yes, I know. Okay, I'm really sorry about, you know, I didn't mean to put you in that mood, but it's, you know, very important mm-hmm. that um, people can relate to this because these are real issues people are dealing with. I, like I said, I mentioned here on the program, I have, some, I have someone who died from being overweight. I have people who are still struggling with diabetes and struggling with other forms of um, health issues that are connected to weight loss. So I knew you were very close to her, and I know that you wish you did help, you could have helped her. But like you said, you you wanted to do the right thing, which was getting permission from her mom first before even having to give her whatever you thought she could give her to help her lose that weight. I understand that. And, you know, this is not something that... It's painful, but I guess that this this also is a reminder for all of us, you know, to just do what we can when we can. And not just for you, but, you know, even for her family, because, I mean, some people look at weight and they say, oh, the bigger you are, the healthier you are, it shows you're living a better life, you have more money. But that's not true, because it just shows the level of ignorance, you know, that we have. I remember I used to be, when I was married to my ex-husband, and I started putting on weight. He was. He liked that I was chilling out in all places, and my mom had a problem with that. Cause she was like, "You're a good-looking man. You go into the gym, you exercise, you work out, and you look great." And she just had a baby, and you won't have to be eating and chilling out in all the wrong places. That's not love, you know. So um, it was really. It's been fun talking to you on the show. Uh, you've been an awesome guest. I'm just gonna ask. Do you have any passing words? Are there anything, you know, any last things you'd like to say before you know? Um, before we get off the show. All right. Thank you so much, Alex. Um, I'd just like to advise a lot of people. There are 10 okay. reasons why people don't lose weight. And um, okay. um, a lot of reasons people don't lose weight. 
But let me tell you something. People lose weight for different reasons. Some lose weight for cosmetology okay. reasons, some for their health issues, some because they just mm-hmm. want to fit into a particular kind of dress. But the only thing mm-hmm. I'll tell people right now is lose weight because you feel you want to be healthy for your kids, your family. You want to be strong for yourself. You don't want to be fighting mm-hmm. with any battle or any illness um, while mm-hmm. you're getting old. And I'll advise people, even if you're going into any kind of form of diet or any kind of weight loss program, you know, consult with your doctor and let him know anything you're going into and be very, very open. You don't need to broadcast mm-hmm. to the world that you're going on a particular kind of diet. But your doctor is the best person you can have a conversation with who can guide you through mm-hmm. and tell you the right things and the do's and don'ts, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I've helped a lot. Like the first lady I helped, um, uh, uh, the lady that actually lost the kind of weight I lost, her name is Deborah. Mm-hmm. She's on my Instagram mm-hmm. handle, which is FabsinTalks1. Um, okay. She actually mm-hmm. lost um, um, 75 kg within nine months. And she, she wow. took to my advice and... And she, I, I actually scolded her. I did a lot of things for her. Then another friend of mine, I've, I've helped a lot of people. And the only thing I tell them is consistency and patience. If you want to get anything done, you can get it done. You need to be patient. You need to be consistent. You need to motivate yourself. I can motivate you by talking to you. I can tell you a lot of things. But if you don't have that motivation and determination, if you just wake up one day and you feel, I want to lose weight and, you're looking for somebody to put you through all the time and always want to pat your back and tell you this is the right thing you need to be doing every time, then you won't get it done. You need to be helpful to yourself. You need to tell yourself if it's affecting your sex life, if it's affecting mm. your husband, if it's affecting mm. your daily life, because, you know, a lot of people look at fat people like dirty people, and I don't mm. blame them because they've not been into, they've not been into that kind of position. They feel it's easy, but it's not easy. Sometimes when I see fat people, I really feel for them. I see the way they pant. I see the way they walk. Like a lady I met at a boutique, mm. she was weighing 162 kg. And, you know, I told her that um, I was actually close to your size and, and um, I feel you should do something about it. You know what she told me? She said she's not bothered about weight. I shouldn't bother. And I said, okay, oh, well, fine, I understand. Probably maybe she's trying to hide from the truth and she's not telling herself the truth. You know, a lot of people need help, but you need to help yourself. If you can't help yourself, people can help you. You need to start from somewhere. Start by, start, uh, start by doing a lot of things, eating healthy, doing a little bit of exercise. doesn't mean you go to work around 5.30 and close around 9 p.m. doesn't mean you can have a little bit of stroll during the office, have, um, do a lot of exercise, maybe like walking. Not just eating on the same spot, still walking on the same spot, sitting on the same spot, driving home. You know, just being on the same spot. You know, you need to move around. You need to do a lot of things. You need to drink a lot of water. You know, people need to drink water a lot while, while they're trying to lose weight. Consume more water before trying to take in your meal. You need to do a lot of things, but you need to start helping yourself. You need to stand up for yourself. There's nothing I'll tell you today. You can sleep over it the next day you've forgotten. But it is what you put mm-hmm. in your head and you tell yourself, I can do this. If I, if, if I can do it. I can do it. You understand, you know, because yeah. fat is something that gives you a lot of bad feelings, gives you insecurity, gives you low self-esteem. I went through all that. I went through a lot of things. You know, sometimes I used to tell my husband, are you sure you're not looking outside? 
You tell me that, relax your mind, babe. If you want to lose weight, lose weight and feel better. And you know, now I'm having fun. The clubs, my friends couldn't take me then. I'm attending the clubs now. I still went to the club last week, even though I just had a baby. My baby's just five months. But I had fun. I had fun. You know, I was dancing. I felt so cool. So, but so, so, let's, let's just be truthful. People yeah. need to stop eating unhealthy. Stop eating after mm. six. Anything after mm. six, stop eating. Don't drink Caesar drinks. Stay away from sugary things. Drink a lot of green tea. Even if you can't afford a kind of diet, you can start something on your own. Go to the internet. Check a lot of things you can do. If you want to do a diet, do it and be religious about it. Don't just do it because they said, okay, this is how it's going to be, and you expect it to be like that. You need to put in your own effort. If you don't have effort, if you don't put in your own effort, it won't work. It won't work. You need to stay away from Ijeku People like sweet things. Nigerians, you know, I'm sorry for taking so much of your time, Alex. I know we have a little time. No, you're, I, I, no, you're not. Yeah, I mean, I'm listening. I'm listening. I mean, I'm by Jakuja for those people listening because there are quite a lot of, lot of Americans who are calling. I was actually at the supermarket. The day I told you, I saw a client of mine. And I saw this okay. lady. She's about 120 kg. She was actually eating shawarma with two hot dogs. She ordered it in front of me because I was buying popcorn for my daughter there. And she was eating shawarma with two hot dogs. I was like, I wanted to talk to her. But I don't know how she would take it because, you know, people take things differently. She might be thinking, maybe I'm looking at her like, oh, she's looking at me disgustingly. Maybe she's actually going through a lot of emotional stress. That is why she's eating. But I was telling myself, that is not the way. I've been there. I consume a box of pizza almost every day. I drink one liter of Coke almost every day while I was big. And you know what it added to? My weight. It didn't remove a dime from my weight. And people still don't, they don't just don't get it. You know, a lot of people can't eat without drinking soda and fizzy drinks, without drinking Coke. Yeah. I'm telling you, a lot of people, if, if, if they don't drink Coke in a day, they are not normal. They, they, they feel unnormal. If they don't take sugar every day, they don't, they don't, they don't sound normal. And, you know, when you tell them, they'll say it's easier said than done. It's because you've done your own weight and it's a success story. I beg, you think it's easy. It's not easy. That is the more reason why you need to be religious about it. Courage is not the absence of fear. You need to be strong. If you're not strong for yourself, nobody can be strong for you. You need to start from somewhere. You need to tell yourself. What if, I don't want a situation, you know, like my daughter told me this evening. Mommy, you look fat. I was like, I have to, like, call her. Like, are you serious? She said, no, I'm just joking, but your tummy is a little bit out. And I told her, yes, I actually had popcorn yesterday, and probably it's because of the sugar. And I said, mommy, you need to do something about your tummy because I like you when you're small. You know when she told me, I felt it. And immediately, I just told myself, he said, why are you doing this to yourself? Your daughter has noticed that you have a lot of changing, you know? And I spoke to myself. Nobody that does, there's nobody that doesn't backslide, though. Nobody's perfect. All those dietitians you see around everywhere, they fight for their weight. We have they these fight for their Yes, weight. I understand that. Everybody has cravings. It all depends on you how well you want to handle it. It depends on you how well you want to take life to the next step. You can't be a shooter and you want to be a Chantel. It's not possible. 
you need to choose one path. So for people out there that are listening to me, they need to be strong for themselves. If your husband is teasing you every day, you know, trying to use to tell you, maybe don't you think you should try and lose some weight? He knows what he's saying. Maybe he doesn't like what he's saying. Then try and start something by yourself. Don't don't fall on self pity. Most people cry, and that's what annoys me. You know, when I want to cry, I cry on myself, and you know, I'm already well. You fat, you need to do something about it. But you need to cry for yourself, inside yourself, and start doing something. Don't just sit down there and wait for a miracle stuff to come by. You need to be strong for yourself. Most people are not strong. Most people just think weight loss is just about following the rules and regulations and counting calories. You need to extend mm. more. You need to extend more. You need to improvise. You need to do a lot of things. You know, create a lot of things. You know, I was just doing some things for my daughter because I noticed she was adding a lot of weight. And I told her that, um, um, Mom, I need to cut down your diet. She said, what happened? That she wants to eat Ebanewedu. I said, no, no Ebanewedu. Are you going to take smoothies tonight? Oh, she said, yes, and it's actually healthy. So I did banana, a little bit of yogurt and berries, and she liked it, and it's actually healthy. But most parents don't understand. What, they need to feed them, their children with chips and chicken. Oh, mommy, I want this, I want this, I want that. You need to know when to put a stop to this. You need to know when to say, my baby. And you need to tell them in a very nice way. You need to educate them about it so that they don't feel that you're trying to make mockery of them. Because you're kids punishing. are very sensitive. Sensitive. You understand? Okay. So yeah. it's not just about the adults alone. It's about a lot of kids out there. I see a lot of kids every day that they increase in weight. And, you know, I, I, what I used to tell myself is I think their parents are the people to blame because they don't educate about this thing. Just the way you need to educate your children about sex. They don't educate their children about healthy lifestyle. They just, you know, some parents are just there, oh, have some chips, I bought some pizza. They don't know when the kids are doing the wrong things, when they need to stop the candy and the chocolate when they need to introduce a lot of smoothies and a lot of healthy stuff that they can even enjoy and, you know, be healthy. So, so it's all about practice. It's all about lifestyle. It's all about, it has, it has not been easy, though. I just had a baby about going to five months, and, you know, I've lost about 12 kg now because when I gave birth, I, was, I added a lot of weight. I added, like, 20 kg, and I've lost about 12 kg, which I still want to lose, like, 15 more. Though I'm not on fasting talks as I'm breastfeeding, but, you know, I'm just eating healthy. It's slower because it's not fasting talks. So it's actually okay. it's so let me slower. Just, so I'm doing it. Yeah. So, so just because no, I mean, we're, gonna, we're running late. We're running late already. We're going to, you know, wrap the show soon. And we've just got, like, less okay. than five minutes left. But if, if people want to find you on social media, if they need to get across to you, how, yeah. where's the best way to find you? Twitter or Instagram or where? Where can they find you on Instagram? Where oh, can they connect with you? All right. On in, yeah, on Instagram is Fab Slim Talks One. Fab Slim Talks One. Okay. And um, okay. my number on Instagram, my number for um, um, my WhatsApp is 0811-083-1420. Then on okay. Facebook, you and can get me. You can just type Fab Slim Talks. It's um, Facebook, when, you, when you're trying to search on um, Facebook, just type Fasting Talks, it's going to bring my Facebook page out. Okay. And if you got that number, you just need to add plus 234 if you're calling from outside Nigeria. 
because, uh, I mean, <laughs> she could get across to you wherever. It was so nice having you on the show, Ife. I'm very, very, I feel very honored. Thank you very you much, Spending your one hour, just talking to us and educating. And I hope you come back to the show. You're going to come back to the show some other time when we're talking about something else. And, you know, I All mean, right. it's Naked Talk, so you know, I'd love for you to come back on the show and just, uh, share, um, you know, so much more of your experience. I mean, we want to see you when you drop that extra 10, 15 pounds and go back. Trust me, Alex, I'm going to drop um, that 15 kg in two weeks or maybe probably three weeks. <laughs> I'm, I must wear bikini this year because that's the promise I've made to my husband. I'm going to wear bikini this year. I'm going to wear bikini okay, and so I'm serious. I'm serious. Okay, so I'm putting that challenge out to you. That's the naked challenge. I have what I call the naked challenge. So the naked right. challenge for you is to get into a bikini, right? So we're gonna get. get that. We're gonna make sure we get a picture. Thank you so much for being on the show. If it was really, really, really nice having you here. Uh, this is still the Naked Talk. If you've been listening, it was um, a pretty interesting show. Um, talking to having my special guest on the show, Ife, and we talked a bit. I didn't even take a commercial break. Can you imagine? <laughs> it was just, you know, just nice listening to her talk. I mean, it was raw. It was just raw, um, honest, open, straight talk. No, you know, no pretense, no bullshit, really. I mean, we all struggle with weight loss. I mean, I struggle with it. You struggle with it. Everybody struggles with it. Even, you know, the best most beautiful models and actresses and fitness coaches and all. And we all fight, like she said, we all fight for a way. And so you need to keep fighting. And this is just this is just the beginning of the conversation. This is just uh, how skinny, how pretty part one. We're going to be having part two next week, Wednesday. And I'm going to have somebody else on the show who has, who shares a very different school of thought as regards losing weight. I mean, she also understand what is, understands, sorry, what it feels like to struggle with her weight. Uh, so I'm going to be having my guest on the show next for next week, Nina Ayanuka. She is the creator of Diet Chick, and she lost quite a bit of weight. She went from being a size 16 to a size 6. Yes, and she did it naturally just from eating. That's all she did. No drugs, no medication, no nothing. And so it would be nice to have her here on the show as well and find out how she was able to achieve that just from cutting her calories. I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, I saw this live. This is somebody I know. Um, you know, she just changed, transformed right before my eyes. And I'm still trying to find out if I can get the recipes. <laughs> so I'm going to get her here on the show. And she's very interesting. She's one of those straight talk people. She's going to be going straight for the kill, and she's going to be saying a lot of things that people don't want to hear. So believe me, the next week's show is going to be so downright unfiltered and uncensored, you won't even believe it. Because I couldn't wait. I, I was almost tempted to bring her here on the show, but I know I kind of wanted to give her the space to just be able to share her thoughts. So it is still the Naked Talk with Alex Akroji. Um, if you know anyone who missed the show, who should have listened to the show, get them to get back. And listen to the archive version of the broadcast. If they missed the live broadcast, you can always get back on the show. And if you missed last week's show... Once we're done with this, make sure you click and listen to the show, um, Who's Intimidated by Strong Women. It's something that all of us need to listen to. Um, if you are interested, if you want talk therapy, well, it's okay to ask Alex. If you've got questions you want to ask Alex, don't forget. You can just go log on to uh, my website, www.alexsecurity.me, and click on the contact page, and you can book an appointment to chat with me, and we can talk. Or you can just go to my booking page, uh, askalex.setmore.com. And you can just book an appointment with me and we can talk. Uh, it's okay to talk. You know, talking is good. Talking is great therapy. I mean, some people just want someone who has a good listening ear. Some people want someone they can answer rave and they can confide in. Some people just want a stranger, somebody who has an understanding mind. And for others, they want someone who's 
has experience, who's experienced their pain, who knows what pain is about, and who's trying to find themselves, and is accommodating. And some people just want someone, you know, who has, who basically is not, um, who's generous with their thoughts and their feelings and their emotions. And if you look at, if you're looking for someone like that, if you really want to talk to me, uh, I'm not the duchess of, I'm not the duchess of the naked talk for, for no reason. Pick up your phone and you can call, just send me, you can go to, um, you can also go to my online store, www.alexcoachy.com, and you can buy, you can buy a talk time. Uh, I do this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I do Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday talk therapy days. We can do Soul Sunday, or we can do Super Saturday, or we can do Free Advice Friday. Uh, so, well, um, um, have you been to my blog lately? You should check out my blog. And, oh, yes, you need to get a pre-order your own special copy of my podcast album, Alex's Audio Diary, Volume 1, From Inspiration to Celebration. Uh, you can find it at my online store. If you just go to my official website, or just click Google Alex Okoroji, you'll find me. Believe me, I'm not hiding. You're going to find my official store. Just go there, pre-order your copy. It's pretty, not expensive. You can listen to my audio by pre-order your own copy of my audio. Um, yeah, and there's just so much more. There's a lot of stuff happening. I'm going to be filling you in. Uh, we have amazing guests lined up for this month, uh, for this coming month on the show. Um, it's going to be a wama, believe me. It's going to get keep getting more interesting. We're going to be having so much more real talk with some of the most accomplished um, people you can think of, you know, from entrepreneurs to celebrities to entertainers to authors to life coaches, relationship experts. Uh, think about it. Uh, exceptional friends. Uh, Name it. Just people who are willing to share their thoughts and their experiences and be naked. They're not ashamed to be naked on the show. Don't forget, as always, I love you. Um, it's okay to be who you really are. Expression is sign of strength, no weakness. Till I see you. Oh, till we talk same time. Next week, Wednesday. I love you for listening. Mwah!